All hail President West! You're traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, Dark Territory. Ordering in Wonderlands, the Twilight Zone review. Meet Raph Hanks, a wonderkind. Once the most successful campaign manager of his generation. Now, Raph finds himself in a valley of booze and regret. One filled with bad choices and even worse polling. He's about to embark on a misguided road to redemption. And on his way back to the top, he'll have to take a dark detour through the Twilight Zone. You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition. And it lies between the pit of one's fears and the summit of one's knowledge. You are now traveling through a dimension of imagination. You just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. Can you, could you, could you tell I paused the, after the, after Jordan stopped talking before the theme song, I forgot about the theme song. I don't know. I don't know how. I just kind of forgot that was a part of an episode. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me. Anyway, uh, welcome to LAW the Twilight Zone Review. I'm I'm Phoenix West. This is episode one thirty three for episode one hundred five of the twenty nineteen Twilight Zone re re release. What's the word I want to look for? Reboot. I don't know. I don't know. The Wonderkin. Wonderkind. I don't know how you pronounce for German. Wunderkind. Wunderkind. I don't know how you pronounce that. Uh, Wonderkind. Wonder. Wonderkid. I don't, it sounds like Wonder Kid. I don't. I don't like it. it sounds like a fucking stupid directed DVD like ABC Home Family type shit of like a kid that can fly and is a talking dog. It sounds like a dog shit kids movie. Fuck you. Anyway, uh, it's speaking of. No, I'm not gonna leave that yet. Fuck this episode. Fuck this. This is the first episode I will say. Fuck it. Fuck it. It's fucking stupid. I hate this episode. And I try to be positive about the new show because I'm excited. And I like the people involved. John Cho is great in this episode. The kid, uh, what's his fucking name? The main character kid, uh, Jake Tremblay, I think his name is, right? Am I, am I thinking of the right, right person? The, the kid from Jacob Tremblay. The kid from uh, The Room, from Room. When the cut is strong, he gets very sad. But the they're all good. It's just that the episode is fucking dog shit. I fucking hated this episode. I hated everything about it. I thought it was fucking stupid all the way through. It was it was an episode where I, f- I it felt like it was a Black Mirror episode, and it's weird because it we're come full circle at this point because Black Mirror is like a Twilight Zone type thing, and now Twilight Zone's doing a Black Mirror type thing, and it's like they just put a darker spin on Twilight Zone called it Black Mirror. And now here we are, and it's like this weird. I, I just don't know how to describe this episode w- without breaking down the stupid shit in it. Luckily, that's my goal here. I'm going to keep this one shorter because fuck it, it doesn't deserve a long one. I have never seen, my first note, I have never seen any Harold and Kumar movie. But I like John Cho. John Cho. I like him. I think he's a good actor. He's He does an episode of, uh, <laughs> do you want to see a dead body? 
with Rob, Rob Hubel show and he gets buried in quicksand <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and they're just like super positive. And he's like, all right, it's cool, man. Yeah. Go get me a, go get some rope. And then he comes back with, he's like, I didn't have any rope. He's like, Oh, you tried though. It's like an entire episode about that. It, it's it sounds stupid as shit when you're watching and you're like, this is, it, it just works, but it, he's great in that. I like him in other things. I just never seen one of those movies. It looked like stupid stoner comedy shit, which I don't like. Although I like both of them. The other guy in it is also in House, and he has a saddest shit ending in that that show. But anyway, that's not here nor there. Good God. John Cho plays Raph Hanks, which is the name. He's a campaign manager for, for of all people, John Larroquette from Night Court, who, who's President Stevens. I guess he's running for re-election, and he loses, and, and John Larroquette like, goes the fuck off on him. He's like, yeah, I followed your fucking plan, and your fucking plan is fucking failing. The fucking And he swears a bunch. And I'm like, John Larroquette, No. After Night Court, John Larroquette tried to do like 75 different shows and they all failed after like six, six or seven episodes. It was kind of entertaining to watch him. It, I, I, God bless him for trying. I love John Larroquette. But at some point, you're like, it, maybe it's me. And he just kept going. He just kept doing it. He will not give up. The man is a fucking, is a steel, he's a, he's a workhorse, I guess I'll say. He, he, if nothing else, he's a workhorse. He just keeps trying. Keeps uh, keeps putting himself out there. He's a lady that can't choose the right men and keeps going out to the bar, find Mr. Right, and doesn't realize probably not going to the bar would be a good start. But no, she's not going to learn that lesson until she's in her 50s. But John Larroquette just keeps fucking going to ABC, CBS. I don't know if he is anymore, but he, in, the, in like the late 90s, you know, up to mid-2000s, you know, 2006 or something. He just kept doing it. Like every year, it'd have a new show out, and it just tanked. But anyway, he's out of the episode after this scene. I thought he was gonna be a main character because his face is plastered everywhere. But uh, yeah, he loses, and then John Cho turns into an alcoholic. He hangs out at the bar, which it looks like it's at the bar from the comedian. They just redecorated the set, and then <laughs> which it totally is. And then he he's a drunk, I guess now suddenly, and he's. At the bar, he's drunk, and he's, like, talking to himself, and I'm like, oh, is he a little crazy? The whole thing starts off, which I almost forgot because it doesn't fucking matter. It, it, it does play, it, I will say this, when I say it doesn't matter, it means it didn't re- really matter to me, but it did play into the episode, so I don't want to say that as I normally say it, in the, like, especially the last episode where I'm like, it didn't matter because it didn't come back. This comes back. I just didn't care when it came back because it was pretty obvious what was going to happen. Uh, kind of, kind of, but the, he, oh, the, what I'm getting at there was that John Cho is, opens up with him in a hotel, not a hotel, that's very different, in a hospital, and he's getting woke up, and he's like, do you know what happened? He's like, oh, no, and then, like, whole episode is kind of told through his own, like, flashbacks, trying to remember what happened, kind of, I guess, but, yeah, he's he's in a hospital bed, we don't know, what the, we don't know what's happening yet, and he said the president is blame I don't know. He says they say something about the president. I'm like, oh, the president turned on him. And then once they introduce this kid, because he's at the bar later in the flashback, he's drinking at the bar and he sees an ad come on TV. But it, it's like one of those quirky like daytime news stories where it's like, and now on the lighter side of the local news, this child, this douchebag child, is running for president. Isn't that cute? And then they're running their, his ad. He's like, I, I'm what's his fucking name? Oh God, I want to get his name right. 
because it's a uh, Jesus. He's so far down on the cast list. He's at the very bottom. I'm Oliver Foley. I'm 11. I'm running for president because I like puppy dogs and sunshine, and I think everyone should be nice to each other. No, really, I do. I think everyone should be nice and give each other nice smiles and hug hugs, and I think everyone should have video games because that's the platform I'm running on, and that is actually a plot point in this episode, believe it or not. Yep, that'll come up later. Anyway, I think people should be nice to each other. That's why I should be president. He almost should have mispronounced the word president. That's how fucking cutesy it was. I want to be perpsident. I want to. I want some pescetti, and I want to be perpsident. <laughs> Aren't I adorable? And he like puts his fingers in his dimples and he twirls them, and he like oh, did it. He does a little tap dance out of there, and then it's just fucking adorable. And I'm like, oh. What are we doing? I'm like, oh, this won't come up. I thought it was going to be an ad for a future episode. I should say right now, I do not watch the next time on Twilight Zone. At the end of the episodes, I skip that shit. I don't watch trailers. I don't look up what the episode's about. I pull up the cast list only if I have to reference it. I don't look into what it is because I don't want to know. I want to catch the episode as it airs. Not technically as it airs. Several days after it airs, okay? And I want to just be surprised. I have no idea what the fuck it was going to be about. And they set up that John Cho has a book called The Wonderkind. And he's the Wonderkind because he's young and he's he's successful. But no, it's really about this kid. And I, I thought it was an ad for a future episode. I thought they are like tying in an episode. I'm like, oh, that's a cool way to do it. But nope, he's the main. he's one of the main fucking characters. And the whole episode's about him. And then John Cho's like, oh, interesting. And, the, and then the bartender's like, or the other guy at the bar is like, you should represent him. You should run his campaign. There's your purpose in this episode. And he's like, yes, I should. There are some writing problems in this episode with, with obvious lines. But anyway, he. my next note is, are we really fucking doing this? Because he goes to the family's house and he talks his parents into letting the kid run for fucking president. I guess that law, one of the three requirements to be a fucking president in this country, is just not there anymore. Because as far as I know, you gotta be 35, which I'm very much looking forward to because next month I turn 35. So I'm gonna go ahead and run. Because why the fuck not? I have the opportunity to for the first time. It's like when you're, when you're 21, you want to be drunk. Immediately that night, I'm going to run for president the night of my 35th birthday, which is like a year and a half away from any sort of election for presidency. But I'm going to go ahead and, and throw my hat in the ring. I guess I'll start my campaign then. I guess you got to get a little bit of attraction before you're, you know, the, 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 the ballots go. You start getting casted. But I, I'm going to go ahead and, and run. But this apparently you can be 11. I, I don't know. I guess that that law doesn't exist in the Twilight Zone version of the United States. I guess they should. I, I'm kind of amazed they didn't. I'm glad they didn't do a. Well, you know, back in 2022, it's like set in the future. You know, back in 2022, when President when President Stevens, the the president in the beginning of this episode, when he abolished the fact that you have to be 35 to run for president for some reason, he abolished it. It's crazy. <clears throat> Yeah, that president's trying to get away with anything, and they're setting up a whole backstory about how they got changed the laws. I'm surprised they didn't do that. I'm glad they didn't, though. I, I'm really glad they just don't even acknowledge it, and it's just it makes it easier to swallow. And I bet they had a long discussion about that in the writers' room. I can almost guarantee it, where they're like, "Yeah, let's just go ahead and ignore it. People won't even think about it because we're already starting on a stupid premise of an 11 year old running for president. Let's just fucking run with it." And I will say this: kudos to that. Thank you for not over-explaining it. It's, it's fine. It's an 11-year-old running for president. Again, it's a fucking ABC family movie. It's, it's, it's a fucking... It's whatever. It's, it's fine. 
It's a stupid episode besides that, though. But that part of it's fine. I get it. It's, it is what it is. I'm not going to bitch about that for real. Again, are we really fucking doing this episode? You have 10 episodes to start your series with. This is one of them? This is a last-minute draft pick where you're like, fuck, my quarterback got injured on your fantasy football league. And you're going to, ah, fuck, I got to get someone else. If in case he gets hurt, I should say, if it's drafting, if you're drafting and your quarterback's already injured, you got problems. Anyway, uh, I'm all over the place. So let's focus on the episode. They start to like really coach the kid up how to do how to become president, and they're starting to do this, and they're like, you know, you see him in Iowa, and then his uh, John Cho's friend shows up. It's Allison Tolman shows up. She's always good. That sounds sarcastic, but I I mean that she's always good, and she's she's really great in Fargo. First season. Anyway, um, she's, I don't know what her job is. She kind of like helps run, helps with the campaign manager. They don't really say. She just appears to be his friend, but she also works for him, does something. They don't ever say what her actual job is. I don't know. They don't focus on that at all. But she's there again. She shows up in Iowa to help John Cho, and they, they start to train this kid to become president. And this is what the fucking episode's about. And then they have a... Sp- they have a spot where they're practicing practicing his first debate. And the kid's up there, like, and they have cue cards around the room. One's like, keep, maintain eye, fo- eye contact, smile. And then the other one says something. I don't fucking remember. Might as well say, like, are we really fucking doing this on the other one? But then they have a, and the kid's, like, sitting there on, on the podium. And they have two little, two people off to the side. And they're pretending like they're being the, the other people running for president. And then uh, there's a moderator. And she's like, what do you think about the war in Iraq? What should we do about it? And. And then Ethan, or I almost said Ethan Tremblay, Jacob Tremblay's character, Oliver Foley, 11-year-old Oliver Foley. Keep on, that's a fucking 11-year-old. goes, well, I think I could say a lot about the war in Iraq, but that won't, not in a 10-second sound clip. And then everyone's like, oh, this is not working. And then they cut to this character whose name is Larry, and he's apparently the coach of the kid to, to get through the debates. And Larry's like, this fucking kid's untrainable. This fucking, and then John Cho's like, Language. And then Larry freaks the fuck out on him, like, this is not going to work. This is a fucking child. Are you all insane? And everyone treats him like, get the fuck out of here, Larry, you piece of shit. You're fired. Get the fuck out, Larry. Never come back, you sad sack of shit. And I was like, Larry's the only person in this episode I relate to. Because I would be, I would be Larry in this world. I'd be like, are you fucking insane? You're going to let a child... What are we doing? Is this a fucking SNL sketch? What the fuck are you talking about? No, we're not doing this. I'm not going to be a part of this. I don't want your paycheck for this. I kind of want to sabotage. I will take your paycheck and sabotage this because I feel like this is a stupid thing and we're all going to get what we deserve. And that's the whole point of the episode. Yeah. And then they cut to the debate at some point. I'm not going to go in order. This is in order, but I'm skipping scenes because fuck it. The kid is in the debate and he starts to shit the bed really bad, like so stupid over the top where he's like, um, and, and then I, I think, um, uh, I don't know anything about taxes. Taxes are good. And sometimes they're bad, but sometimes they're good. Right. I don't know. I don't know what taxes, mommy, 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 mommy. And he really shits, shits a bed. They brought out a bed out there and he shat it. It was weird. I don't know why they did that, but the kid literally starts crying mommy. And then his parents walk up and she's like, what the hell did you do to my child? You promised this. And I'm like, at, at no point do you assume any sort of personal or parental responsibility for the situation your 11-year-old child is now in. At no point were you at all responsible for this disaster you've created. 
At no point does that ever come up. You're going to blame the campaign manager, the 38-year-old man you throw your kid in, kid in with all day and let him tour the fucking country with? Are you that fucking trusting? And now your parenting is just never in question, apparently. These fucking parents are the worst. They're the worst stage mom and stage dad. They're the worst stage parents. I could have just summed it up with that, but I went individual for some reason. But they are the worst. They blame John Cho. He gets fucking fired. He's back to the bar, and then he's drinking again. Out of nowhere, Sergeant Exposition, uh, Allison Tolman, comes back in there. She's like, hey, I just came in to tell you that Oliver's dog is dying. And he's like, oh, that sucks. That kid loves that dog. And she's like, yeah, it's really cute how much he loves him. He thought, he thought about making a video about the dog. And John Cho's like, that's genius. If it's done right, that's genius. I can win him the election. And runs out. And I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? This is the most so stupid, like... She might as well walk in and just read off the script. You should go to to Oliver and make a dead dog video, sad, sad, for audience to win election so he can be president and eat his, eat his prosciutto. And then John Cho's like, I will do such thing and walk out. I will not walk out. And he's like, and she's like, you don't need to read the stage directions. He's like, oh, so long. And he runs out the door. It was so fucking, it was like, she showed up to tell him that, about this, but she seemed surprised that he did that because it, they had no other reason for her to be there. So that, that only works if you have an alternate conversation going on, which they fucking didn't. So it wasn't like it came out of a natural conversation where she brought it up and then was like, oh, why are you leaving? She came in there to be like, "For this fucking kid wants to do this. Oh, you're going to leave? What, you're going to leave? I was like, that was seemed like your purpose at that point. I don't, I don't know what the fuck you expected. I don't. But he runs off. They make a fucking dead dog video, which is like has like words flying around the screen where he's like, "I'm here to be honest and have integrity" or something like that. And the words pop up. Those words pop up. It reminded me of like those cheesy videos in Donnie Darko where <laughs> where Patrick Swayze's talk <laughs> and it's like fear and fear across the screen. Anyway, if you've seen Donnie Darko, you know what I'm talking about. So. Oh, God. Uh, the kid becomes fucking president. That's the next fucking thing that happens. And uh, keep in mind, we keep cutting back and forth to John Cho in the hospital, getting questioned. And he's like, the president said, you deserve like some, you deserve to be here. And I'm like, okay, it's the kid. I assume the kid's going to be president. Yeah, 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 yeah. The kid starts to like go crazy and, and act like crazy laws. And this is where it just skips around so much, the episode, because he's president He's like, everyone's going to get a video game. We're going to get people to donate video games. If we don't, we'll shut them down. We'll, we'll tax their video games. And, so, and then everyone's like, no, we're not doing that. And he's like, no, we're doing it. And they're like, all right, I guess we're doing it. Cool. And then one request, he's like, I want to do this. I forget what the request was. Something fucking crazy. It's like idiocracy. And he's like, I want to do this. And they're like, we can't do that. Congress won't agree to that. He's like, fire Congress. And the guy's like, oh, okay, yeah. I was like, what are we doing? Are we doing this? And it seems like everyone's like, this fucking kid is insane. This kid is stupid as shit. Why are we doing this? And then when John Cho casually brings up, uh, the, he's talking to a, a, an army guy or some fucking military guy, and he's like, does it seem like the president seems like it's kind of going to his head? Doesn't it seem like a child? He's like, he is a child. He's like, yeah, but like a spoiled child. And it's hard, the, the military guy's like, I will not stand this, this talk of treason. And he's like, no, 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 not treason. I'm just asking, doesn't he seem like a child? And he's like, this treason tucks over and he walks away. And then John Cho turns around, doesn't learn anything from that conversation, turns around, talks to the mother of the child and goes, doesn't seem like your kid's insane and you should do something about it. She's like, no, he's the president. I will follow him anywhere. And they're like brainwashed cult, brainwashed cult members at this point. And she's like, that's treason. 
And he's like, no, no, not treason. And I'm like, you just had the same fucking conversation. You didn't see this going this way? Good God, dude. Fucking a child sticking a fork in a light socket. You're just going to stick it back in there and see what happens this time? You have no idea? I can't, I can't imagine what would happen in the math between adding this light socket and this fork in my hand. I can't. I mean, last time it was a severe shock and it threw me across the room and, and singed the side of my face like a like a like Daffy Duck. I had to turn my bill back around. But number two, the second time I'd do it, I mean, only God knows. Let's see what happens. He has no idea what's going to happen when he has the exact same conversation. Fucking stupid. Anyway, so he goes in and he goes in his room and then Ethan. Oh God, his name is not Ethan. Jathan. Jason. Yep, Jathan. Just gonna shorten it up. Oliver Foley. I'm just gonna say his character name because apparently Jacob Tremblay is too fucking hard for me to say for some reason. Oliver Foley is playing putt putt golf in a room, and he said it's like this indoor putt putt golf thing. It's just like just a patch of green grass, and there's a slight incline, and there's a child playing putt putt golf, and that's what we're fucking watching. And he's like, I think Nixon put this in. I was like, this is fascinating dialogue. And then they, he gets angry. He can't make make a hole in one, and then. He, he's like, I, oh God, it was so, it's so stupid. I don't want to go in order. I don't fucking care. At some point he, he, he convinces John Cho to play golf with him. And then Ethan, nah, good God. I'm getting angry at myself. It's not, his name is not Ethan Tremblay. That is someone entirely different. Oliver Foley, just president Oliver Foley, the 11 year old, tries to make a hole in one, gets angry, throws a fucking temper tantrum, dumps the bucket of balls into the hole. It, one, a bunch of them go into the, into the bucket. And he's like, I made a hole in one. And John Cho's like, no, you didn't. And he's like, yes, I did. And then he's like, you're either saying I'm wrong and you're being you're you're being treacherous, you're committing treason, or I got a hole in one. Do you are you gonna follow me? Are you gonna follow my every order? He's like, I will follow your every order, yes. But you did not get a hole in one. You did not get a hole in one. Are we really fucking doing this episode? And then out of nowhere, the fucking little psychopath Oliver Foley goes, okay. He's got a gun! And then a, the, the, what, the Secret Service shoots him. And that's how he was in the hospital at the beginning. And you know what I should have mentioned earlier, but I'm not going to mention until right now because I forgot because who fucking cares? One of his insane laws that he wants is they're like, oh, this is when he tells them to fire Congress. He goes, you have to go get your physical, sir. Again, an 11-year-old. And he's like, I don't want to get a physical. I don't like doctors. Old Doctors are all old. I don't like them. And he's like, you have to go get a physical. Though Congress demands that you get a physical every year. And he's like, I'm not getting a physical. Cancel it and, and fire Congress. And, and, and enact a law where no doctors can be old anymore. And apparently they fucking did that. Because after he gets shot, is he wakes up in the hospital. And that's what was the, the cold open was. That's where we are in real time. When he's having those flashbacks. And he's like... He wakes up and there's an old, older guy above him. Like the guy didn't seem that old. It seemed like he was like in his I don't know 30s. And the guy's like, and John Cho's like, "Are you gonna help me?" And he's like, "No, I'm I'm an orderly." And he walks away. And then a child walks in with a with a scalpel and start proceeds to cut the fucking shit out of his chest. And he's like, "Let's get this over." Noodles around with a knife. And then the episode's over. And I don't know what the fuck we just watched. And that was the ending. He gets carved up by a fucking like six year old doctor. And I'm like, are we really fucking doing this episode? They are going so aggressively stupid in this episode at every turn, at every angle. And that part, when I said it wasn't predictable, once I realized he was in a hospital, at the very end, I'm like, oh, this is where we're going with this. I realized it at the ending, but it was like, 
Yeah, it's so stupid. I'm just going to play the clip here. I'm just going to play the rest of the episode as my outro. Uh, I'm just going to, yeah, just about a minute and a half or two. I'm just going to play it because it's fucking stupid and it goes into the outro for uh, for Jordan Peele. So I'm going to get my shit out of the way. I have nothing else to say about this episode. I fucking hated it. What the fuck is the point of the episode? Don't trust children. Is the point of the episode, hey, America, don't elect an 11-year-old as, as, a, as a president. Is it supposed to be an anti-Trump thing? Because it didn't work for that either. It didn't have any point. It's a cute little story. The problem is it belongs on an ABC Family episode, not a fucking Twilight Zone episode. I don't like this episode. I You couldn't convince me it's good in any way, in any facet. John Cho's great. The characters are great. Allison Tolman's great as always. Everyone is great in the episode, but it's like uh, it's like putting a diamond in a dog turd. A bunch of diamonds inside a dog turd and be like, you want those diamonds? You're like, not really, because I know what I have to dig through. So I'm good. You can go ahead and keep your, your diamond-encrusted turd. It's all yours, buddy. buddy. I almost said bro and buddy, Brody. I, I, don't, I don't really want that. You can go ahead and keep that. Um, until next time, and in the meantime, this is President Phoenix West signing off. Oh, President, I'm predicting next next month when I start running. Uh, I almost forgot. I just brought it back up, and here we are. So, uh, um, so long, citizens? Yeah, there we go. The links are in the in the description. Figure it out. I'm not going to do that shit. This is, this is boring. You'll figure it out. So long, citizens. You need an operation on a ruptured spleen and a punctured lung. The president has asked for his very own doctor to help you. You're not the doctor. The law does not permit me to be a doctor. The doctor will be with you shortly. Let's get this done quick, mister. No. I want to finish my video games. No! No! Society is a fragile ecosystem. Razzle and dazzle people with the right lies, and eventually they'll go blind to the madness right in front of their faces. Raph Hanks made a living selling the American dream. But once sold, he created a true nightmare that he couldn't buy back. Especially not here. In the Twilight Zone.